Good afternoon, ladies. This is Sakira Baez, and I am recording with you today in this month of September as we step into a season of awe and wonder at the marvelous works of the Lord. Job 37:14 says, "Stand still, O Job, and look at the wondrous works of God." And uh, that is by far one of my favorite verses, and it has been for quite some time. I am excited that today we get to delve into what that looks like, some strategy. This is Sakura Baez, your warfare strategist, and we are going to um, be empowered today to witness all of the Lord's creation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, right now, let's let's just open with a word of prayer. So, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for being and understanding united with you and not divided with you we thank you father god for the ability to come into your presence and to and to um just have this season to and this time to set aside and um and have you speak into our atmosphere father god we thank you that there is peace and where there is peace, there is joy. And we thank you that our joy is not based on our situations, or our circumstances, but our salvation in Jesus Christ. And so with that, um, we want to grow. We want to increase in our understanding of Scripture today. And so Smith Wigglesworth said, great faith is the product of great fights. Isn't that the truth? Um, you know, you don't get anywhere without... Uh, having some type of warfare, right? And so the enemy would absolutely want you in this season to just lay down and just to be marginalized and just to be quiet, right? And um, I was actually been reading through the scriptures and see time and time again where the Lord is just like, would you just speak out that it activates angel armies on your side. And so with that, um, I want I want to be reminded of Psalm 65, 8, and where it talks about, um, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the morning and the evening shout for joy. Isn't it cool that, that the morning and the evening shout for joy. So how much more should we shout for joy in this season? If the earth is declaring the wonders of the Lord and shows at the, is in awe at the signs of God, shouldn't we be in awe at the signs of God? It's very easy to get caught up in the distractions of the enemy and all of the things um, that come against our marriages, come against our homes, and try to steal, kill, and destroy our joy, Right? But to remember Job thirty-seven fourteen that says, Stand still, O Job, and look at the wondrous works of God. And remember that those children are a burden, are a blessing, not, excuse me, are a blessing, not a burden in this season. And um, for their entire lives. And, and if we can continue to look at even our husbands, our spouses, people who are in a relationship, our mothers and fathers, the world would want us to say, you know, oh, well, look at the toxic behavior of this person or that person and allow that to, to push us back. But the truth of the matter is we should be so um, strengthened and confident in our calling that when we see the enemy or we see some toxic behavior, we should know that it is our calling to push that toxic behavior away right and to call it out for what it is that is toxic behavior and i will not take part of uh, part in it 
Um, and the way that we don't take part in it is we come at it from the opposite spirit. So there's this chaos and confusion and conflict, then we want to come at it from a place of peace. And in order to come at it from a place of peace, we have to have confidence in our calling, right? Confidence in our authority. And so, and, and be caught up in the awe and wonder of how great our God is rather than the distraction of the enemy. The enemy is, he's little, he's small compared to how great our God is. The Bible says, is that when we step into alignment with our assignment and we pray that one sets a thousand to flight, the enemy does not have the ability or the capability of calling on a thousand, right? <laughs> he just doesn't have it. And if he does have it, it's because he's traded his soul for it. And so that's why the Lord wants us to call on each other. That's why he wants us to intercede for each other. That's why we have to humble ourselves, right? Because when we humble ourselves and say, hey, I need prayer. I don't have it all together. I I, I, I thought I could handle this and I, I just can't. And it would be a lot easier if I could bear this burden with someone else. And so that, that two sets 10,000 to flight. So if you can get more than that to come alongside you, pray for you and intercede for you, then think of how much more you will accomplish. And that and put the evil at bay, right? If you're getting an onslaught of different things coming into your atmosphere, witchcraft and, and things like that, you can literally um, hijack the situation from the enemy <laughs> and boomerang those things right back to the pit of hell where it came from just by being vulnerable and asking people to come alongside you and pray. Pray over you, pray over your family, pray over your marriage, so on and so forth, right? There is just something... That happens when we pray together, when we touch and agree together. So don't don't put that to, to the side. Derek Prince says, it's not what we do that determines our acceptance with God. It's what we are, and it's correlation to awe and wonder in Scripture. Uh, I remember reflecting with the Lord earlier this week, and I was talking to God, and he said, when he said, it is finished, when Jesus died on the cross and said, it is finished, it it was meaning that it had been accomplished. All that God had to come to do as a man had been accomplished in that moment. And that he no longer had to operate as a man, but could totally operate as God himself, right? And so, um, and so we, and then with that being said, from that moment forward, every, the authority, there was like an authority transference that happened where it was like Jesus, everything that he, all the authority he had, all of a sudden we had and were expected to partner with Jesus, right? And accomplishing all that God has in this earth. So, and the way that we do that, we do that through prayer. We do that through declarations and decreeing, right? We do that by assembling together in community and praying for one another and saying, yes, we believe, we believe. And so, if we want to turn in our Bibles to Psalm 111, verse 10, you got to love all those ones, right? It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and all those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Does his praise endure forever? Is that what's coming out of your mouth? I had to catch myself this morning because I, I started to complain about some things. And I want to be very honest and transparent because that's who I am. I was I was complaining about my marriage to God. I was like, God, this, this, and that is going on. And the Lord was like, watch your mouth. <laughs> and so I did. And when I did, I was like, oh, God, forgive me. 
And then I shifted my language. I thanked God for the situation, for the revelation and the understanding to stand back and and communicate with God and then also to come alongside with him because I was partnering with the enemy. And that's not that's not conducive to what I'm trying to 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 bring forth, right? In fact, it's the opposite of what I'm trying to bring forth. In fact, that partnering with the enemy is exactly opposite of what I'm called to do. And so I, I shifted my language. I shifted the way I was speaking, and I partnered with God and said, "God, help me and my understanding." And um, and I started calling forth my husband's identity and who God has called him to be. And so, and not being deceived by his actions or even by his choices, because my God is greater than anything that the enemy is trying to do. My God's plans are greater. His victory is greater. He, he defied the grave, right? (laughs) He beat death. And so with that being said, like there's nothing the devil can do to trump those things. You know, you see what I'm saying? So I, by partnering in my language, by partnering with my words with God, then that, then it, it takes over Right, and it, it's so simple. Sometimes we make it so complicated, and it's just repenting, renouncing, breaking your agreement with. We've said this before. Um, Priscilla Schreier shares some wisdom, and it says, "Prayer is the portal that brings the power of heaven down to earth." And we see this reflected in Philippians four six through seven that says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." Can I get an amen? Who does not need more peace in their life? I know that I do. Um, and then. Um, there's another scripture that says in Isaiah 29, 13 through 14, um, if you want to turn in your Bible there. And it says, and the Lord said, because this people draw near with their mouth and they honor me with their lips while their hearts are far from me and their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. Therefore, behold, I will again do wonderful things with this people. With wonder upon wonder, and the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the discernment of their discerning men shall be hidden. So drawing near to the Lord, not just with your mouth, but with your heart, it will open a door that no man can close. Like no man can shut you down and shut you out from Jesus, right? It is it is a choice to step into peace. It is a choice to step into joy. It is a choice not to allow others to dictate your atmosphere, but for you to take authority over your atmosphere. When the enemy shows up in front of you, believe that he is there and move him. Like treat him like the punk that he is. Like my God is greater. Move, please. Like, you don't even have to say, please, you could just say move, you know what I mean? And the Lord showed me recently that, um, that when Jesus spoke to the storm, the enemy was in the storm. That's why he was allowed. That's why he was able to control. And when the mountains, when Jesus said, speak to the mountains and they will move that mountain, like some people, I remember being a little kid and being like, speak to the mountains. Okay. I'm speaking to the mountains and it wouldn't move. (laughs) But now that I have a better relationship with God and I actually listen and I ask questions, 
You know, asking questions is, is, is a sign of humility. Okay? So ask a lot of questions. Don't be afraid to ask those questions. The only stupid question is an unasked question. I'm sure you heard that growing up. I know I did. I didn't understand it fully until until now as an adult. But the Lord said, he said, when, when I asked him, I said, well, why didn't those mountains move? Because you said, if I have faith like a mustard seed, he was like, but if that mountain is there for a purpose, then it's not going to move. And he said, if the enemy is in that mountain, you have authority over that mountain. And yes, it absolutely will move. And sometimes it's not just the physical mountain. Sometimes it's a spiritual mountain. Amen. So we want to talk about and refer back to Proverbs 2.6. So if you will go to Proverbs 2.6, it says, For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And we know that as we ask these questions and the Lord responds, we gain that understanding. And then we don't lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways that we acknowledge him, right? And we see, we can ask for his perspective on those situations. And as we as we see from his perspective, then we can understand what's going on. And so in this season, um, with Halloween coming up or right around the corner, we cannot lose sight um, and I don't know if you followed the Hebrew calendar. Um, and just so you know, Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> and so he honored the feast. And so we're, right now we are in the middle of the feasting season. There are actually two more feasts. One of them just passed the Feast of Trumpets. And so I would encourage you to press into this season and say, you know what, God? This is, this is a holy season. And you know, this is what I've learned over life is the enemy, wherever God is doing something great, the enemy is trying to co-create, he's trying to counter-create something that, um, that is, that is different. So with that, you just want to remember to a uh, last scripture that I'm going to reference is Romans 11:33 and it says oh the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God how unsearchable are his judgments and his truth and we just pray that God um, that he not only hears us but he sees us and we know that if it's unsearchable it's then it can it's difficult to find, right? And his mercy, his mercy triumphs over judgment every time. And so it is not only in our best interest to um, to search those things out. The Bible says, seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. And so as we seek the Lord in this season for those around of us, us as they may be acting out and the enemy may be rising up and bombarding your mind and thoughts you absolutely will overcome and you shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony it's just the season and i want to encourage you to endure beloved write down on your three by five card scriptures out over your children scriptures out over your marriage even scriptures out over your mind and i would like to encourage you to press in in this season and believe that your God is greater than your situation and your circumstances step through that awe and wonder but don't it, everything that you see on the other side of that door as you step through first of all declare the name of Jesus because at the name of Jesus every knee bows and every tongue confesses and the other thing is is 
there is the enemy is never going to hand you anything the the pearl of great price there is a price to pay and so there is a warfare over that over that awe and wonder because the enemy doesn't want you to have it he absolutely wants to taint it and make you despise it or to hate it but the fact of the matter is is that when we look at when the israelites crossed over into the promised land there were still giants in the land they still had to fight and so i want to encourage you beloved that it that awe and wonder is absolutely meant for you it is your inheritance it is your covenant right and in this season there are covens that are trying to take that covenant right away from you they are absolutely casting spells they are absolutely doing things that are counterintuitive to what the word of god says right and so there are absolutely tongues of demons that are that are speaking out against you and again against who your identity as well as the authority that you carry but i encourage you not to be silent I encourage you to speak out. I encourage you to praise and worship your way through and know that your God saves, your God heals, your God delivers. He raises people from the dead. And if he did it before, he can do it again. He just needs you to partner with him. Amen. So with that, beloved, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this season of riches and wisdom and knowledge and unsearchable truths father god we thank you that those mysteries are released to us in the mighty name of jesus and we thank you father god that as we head into our day that there's nothing that can stop us from obtaining anything that you have for us that when the enemy comes at us in one direction he flees from us in seven whatever he steals from us the thief owes sevenfold and we thank you father god that those things are ours and that you have given us a voice and a choice to speak out in this season in jesus mighty name we thank you for all of these things may you have a wonderful day and know that the kingdom of god is advancing